It takes money. All right, now I'm self-conscious about my fucked up walk. <laughs> Did you cheat on me and also let the clones out of the basement? <laughs> she's got plaque and like, she's no, a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. There's a 10% lying bitch surcharge. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. What do you prefer? Turks or Caicos? What? Turks or Caicos? Turks. I'm, I'm a Caicos guy myself. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. Oh, the islands. What did you think? I, <laughs> I don't know where you... I was, like, confused as to where you were taking it. No, that's all. I don't really know anything about it. Usually a package Have you been? deal. Yeah, of I feel like not. it's one country. Yeah, basically. But someone's got to play favourites once in a while. <laughs> well, I guess we've, again, left them split yeah, evenly. A nation divided. Again, because you went Turks, I went Caicos. So still no answers in this apparently raging debate I wasn't aware of. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 212, a very sleep-deprived episode. Not for me. I feel fine. I feel like that's a lie. Why? Because minutes ago, you were like, actually, I am kind of tired. I haven't no, been I haven't well. been sleeping well. It's true. Yeah. So, and I've had two Red Bulls today. Maybe that's why I forget the traumas of the screaming nights. Like, I can, I can play the clip of you literally, like, 30 seconds before <laughs> I brought up the Turks and Caicos thing. And you were like... You know, you're given the exact opposite opinion. I don't know if I can trust anything you're saying on this podcast. You can't, thing. of course not. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Obviously, you can't. We knew this for quite some time. Yeah, but I used to think there was at least you know consistency for the duration of the podcast. It's called insane ramblings. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought like you know at the start and the end of the episode, you might have the same answers to questions. I no. didn't realize you flipped on a dime. Chaos. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you know what? Just for that, I'm going to hurt. Well, like, I was just trying to settle the battle, but we're back to another deadlock. I don't know what you want here. Well, the reason I'm sleep deprived mm. is uh, you noticed this little shiner I've got on my uh, Yeah. So when I eye. asked Ben, are you going to put up a photo in the gallery? Oh, well. Um, I, when I came in, I was like, did you get punched in the face? Because he's got like, I guess on his... Righty tighty, uh, lefty Lucy. Don't do that to me. <laughs> what? You, Vicky just put up her fingers because it's like you make the L with yeah. your left hand. Like every girlfriend I've ever had <laughs> had to do that. And it drives. Well, me I'm insane. okay on my sides, but I struggle for some reason to mirror. But if I shook your hand, so yeah. it must be your left. But it doesn't. Why? Like, why would it make a difference? Like, if you do the L with your hand. Mm. Isn't it like you're pointing it at my right? Yeah. No, because then I was like, well, not that side. But anyway, and then I just, <laughs> what I actually do, uh, right? It's like um, that meme where the maths like covers that woman's face. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, what you should do, here's my little trick. If you get confused by mirror imaging, which I do, imagine you go to shake their hand and then you'll know which is their right hand side. Do left-handed people never shake with their left? No. I guess not because it's like... It's just weird. Like we've got an established system. Have you ever system. like shook with your left hand? It just feels wrong, and you don't know why. Yeah, even if you're both going left hand. Yeah, do it. Come here. 
Mm. Yeah, well, because I don't have. Like, <laughs> I feel like if I was left handed. not a very confident shake either. You no. seem very trepidatious well, about it thing. too. It's like a very weak shake. And I mm. feel like the reason for that is because I'm right handed. Yeah. But. Like, do left-handed people, are they always giving unconfident shakes? I'll ask him. Um, my partner is left-handed. Okay. Would he prefer to live in a world with right-handed shakes? It's just that the overwhelming majority of the population are right-handed, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Does he feel underconfident? Like, is he a man immediately under scrutiny? Yeah, he's on the back foot when yeah. he meets someone. Because, like, because like, they're always like, oh, strong me. grip. Like, you yeah. know. Is like in the con man movies, always like, oh, he's got a confident grip. <laughs> Does my partner have a non-confident grip? Well, have you shaken his hand and noticed it? You're not, you're not, you're <laughs> no, really when do I? <laughs> yes. I wake up in the morning, I roll over, I'm like, good morning. I don't know. Sir. <laughs> Maybe the first time you met him. was like, Nice doing business with you. This is so-and-so. And then you're like, mm, nice firm grip. <laughs> That's how we got together. I can only <laughs> yeah. imagine. How strong the other hand yeah. would be. I'm like, oh, if this one is is this good. Yeah. Well, he also has a bit of an advantage over your general lefty, I guess. Because unlike a lot of sports people who are right-handed but play sports with their left hand, he's the opposite. Wait, the, you're saying there's people who are right-handed but play sports with their left? Yeah. So like cricketers will bat with their left even if they're not generally left-handed. And there's a lot of people that surf or skateboard with their left really? side forward even if they're not left-handed. Yeah. It's like I've known left-handed people, like my friend was left-handed and we play tennis, but he'd play it right-handed. Like yes. the only thing he would do left-handed was right. Yes, that's I've, what I'm saying is quite common. Um, yeah, but the opposite is what you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it seems. I don't know. I feel like when you meet a freak, you've got to lock them down. <laughs> you're like, they're so rare these days. Well, it's just interesting. Every day is a surprise. What's he gonna, which hand is he going to use? <laughs> well, anyway, one thing, one no, thing. he play, would play tennis, yeah, with his right hand and he bats... And plays, like, ball sports with his right hand predominantly, I think. Yeah, and that's, that's It's not, not like uncommon. I've got a checklist. Let me just open my graph. Like, what does he do? What hand does he do this with? Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, one thing, like, handshakes seem to be on the way out at the moment with coronavirus. Oh, he must be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that I'm quite pleased about on that note is the... Uh, the European kiss on the cheek. Because mm-hmm. I never knew how to do that. Ah, oh, right, left, right. But even so, like, okay, just say I've got the no, directions. Sorry. I'm going backwards. Again, my right, from my right across to your left. Same as the handshake. Starts on the handshake side. So you're already confused. No, I know what I'm doing. I just am not good at explaining it. I go yeah, left cheek. You just cheek, have to go extinctionally. Right cheek, left cheek. And, but, but like, okay, just say I've got that much down. Because I can usually <laughs> guess by... The person that is that I'm like greeting, mm-hmm. I'll just follow their lead on that part. But where do you kiss? Like, are you going for the? I actual... usually kiss the air. That's what I usually do as yeah, well. Yeah, good plan. But like sometimes I'll get the kiss on the cheek, and I'm like, but I kissed the air. Like now, <laughs> do they feel offended that I didn't go for the? I always pool? feel it's weird when you actually connect with the cheek. I hope the whole idea was we miss. I thought we all were kind of like. But I've had it both ways. Yeah, I know. Like, but when someone connects with the cheek, I'm like, ooh, it's weird. And I've connected with the cheek and then no. they haven't. And then I feel weird. Good, I feel like, should. But that's the whole thing. Like, no one should connect. That should be the rule. But regardless, like there's a lot of weirdness involved. That Well, I've given you the rule now. Don't connect. 
Well, I'm not, I'm not doing it to anyone anyway because <laughs> we're not making physical contact. That's true. And so, the, yeah, handshakes and, like, we're basically down to air high fives, which I feel like room for error is low. <laughs> Much lower than your average high five. There's nothing more embarrassing than a half five. And missing. Oh, uh, well, not missing, but that, like, kind of... You get, like, a one finger on it. Uh, yeah, or, like, it's just kind of weak and floppy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. That's worse than a bad handshake. The stakes are higher, I would say, with a high five. <laughs> Don't you think? If you put your hand out to shake and someone doesn't shake it, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, what a dick. That's the ultimate that insult. I uh, know. I feel like not high-fiving someone who's going for a high five is more of an insult. I feel like they're both pretty bad. Really? Yeah, you can't leave someone hanging in either situation. I feel like the high five is worse. Okay. I, I just think that the... The situations that you're like, if you're high fiving someone, mm-hmm. it's probably like in a that's pub what I'm saying, in like a something. celebratory, like, look what I've done. So, if you leave the person hanging, it's like in his brightest hour, you went there <laughs> to support his achievement. But I don't know, maybe it's or like hers. you just got like a bullseye in darts, yeah. Or and if you don't high five that person, you're a dick, yeah. But maybe you can explain it like. You were drinking or you just didn't see or whatever. Oh, that's different. Yeah, of course, there's ways around it. But if you just blatantly, like, look at it and, like, shake your head slightly, you're more of a dick. Okay, yeah, but who does that? (laughs) That's never happened. Not to you. Sure. That's like when I'm thinking when you're going for a handshake, it's usually like, oh, you're meeting, I don't know, like a CEO or someone important like that. Like you're at a job interview. <laughs> the only people you have a handshake are um, CEOs. Well, like new co-workers, you know, like if you, it's like, oh, uh, here's the. Well, the only them, people that I ever, employee. you know, cheek kiss are babies. So I can't relate. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, it reminds me, have you ever seen the uh, video? I, I think it's... Um, Tom Brady, like the the NFL uh, yeah. quarterback. For some reason, I thought of Tom Green, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, timely reference!" <laughs> yeah, topical. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Tom Green tries to high five Tom Brady, and it does not go well. <laughs> I can imagine why Tom Brady wouldn't high five Tom Green, but anyway. No, it's Tom Brady. I digress. Like, I guess he just scored a touchdown or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then his whole team kind of just walks past him while he's got his hand up. <laughs> and I think they're just like in the game. Yeah. You know? So they're not paying attention. Jeez. But it's like brutal. <laughs> that would, like as people put that to some sort of soundtrack. Oh, yeah. It's got to be like the sound of silence. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But let's uh, let's get back to my uh, mm-hmm. my war wound. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a bit of like a bruise on my left. As <laughs> oh, it's easier when it's on your own face. My left cheek. So uh, what happened was I... Uh, also, it's not my fault that you date dumb girls. But you're equally as dumb if you have to pull it up. And you have- <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't one of them. As in a dumb one, not as someone you've dated. The thing is, they're not dumb girls. They're like very intelligent, <laughs> but yet they don't know this one thing. And like, oh my God. Like uh, it got to the point where... I would be like in the car and be like directing them somewhere and like, all right, t- turn left in like a hundred meters. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm not that bad. And then I would see like them peer down <laughs> out of the corner of their eye at their hand. One of my hands Just, doing. Yeah. Like under the dash essentially. You should put like, I don't know, like colored stickers on their hands or something. Or do you, you could just learn it by instinct <laughs> and not be like a three-year-old. That's the problem with these like mnemonics and stuff like that. that they do make you look stupid well, or like, just like a kid. It's like, now I'm reliant on that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't think that's the idea. Again, I think you're supposed like, although I do still think of like the spooky 11 times table song. 
What's that? 11, 11, 121. <laughs> Why was it spooky? Well, it doesn't I'm even... like spook, like, ooh, in the background. and like spooky haunted house noises. That one was, <laughs> what? It's just funny. Like, why choose, like, if you had to, well, like, assigning genres to each of the times table. Mm. Like, there's Well, nothing... I guess the 11 times table is spooky. That's Maybe there's, the like, some sort of. Like, how did they decide on I 11? I don't know. Archaic, like, 11 meaning i mean i guess 666 would make sense but no like it's kind of like got like ghosts in the background and like creaks and like woo and stuff so if you're trying to think of like the number 33 for instance do you have oh i don't not that low no that i can work out it's 11 11s or 121 is the one that comes to mind and 12 11s but that like that kind of like plays in the back of your mind when yeah I guess the thing is, like, when at the age of 13 or older do you have to do, like, the full times table? It's, yeah. it's not a thing that comes up, so you're never going to be tested. It's like, hang on, I just got to run through the whole song. Like, once you're out of junior <laughs> school, that's kind of done. No, no, to get into my office every morning, you have to win the times table battle. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, an elaborate pin code that you have to enter that's just the 11th. No, they table. literally just pair you up and you have to, you you have have to, to win a round to get in. That's uh, got to be annoying if you're uh, there late. Like, come on, just got to wait for someone else to show up. So. <laughs> Saturday night. I mean, night. it's a real deterrent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'd probably just... Uh, not, not have a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try and, you know, work next door. Uh, <laughs> that, that's next door you have to do with the tens, though, so they're easier. That's way easier. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Saturday night. I spent in your favourite place, Vicky. The hospital. Indeed. Shit, really? You're okay? You didn't tell me. I'm fine. I thought that you would have uh, been racing to let me know you're in my my spiritual home. <laughs> wow, that's uh, we got to save it for the podcast. Yeah. I um, thought I'd be getting a selfie for sure. Like I said, I'll put it up on the gallery. Mm-hmm. You oh, there was a selfie? Yeah. You and everyone can check it out at the same time. Bask. So I was at my uh, my mum's house Lowest having dinner. Lowest point. Also, no, lowest it was, point. It was a pretty good point. Oh, really? At your highest point. Wow, okay. Well, let's not go that far. Your middlingest point. I was enjoying a meal of uh, beef ribs and uh, uh, rice. That is a fair to medium point. I thought so. But then I just had like this like indigestion-y feeling. Ooh, yeah. Like I just ate too quickly, basically. Mm-hmm. And so my, uh, I think my sister was just asking me a question and I was like, trying to answer but I'm like sorry I just gotta like give me <laughs> five breaths, yeah because yeah. yeah. so she punched you in I'm the just, face like, working down no the- now <laughs> uh, this is efficiency yeah. at, its, at its you know prime and so uh the next thing I know I'm like waking up on the floor <gasps> oh my god you passed out yeah oh, I was, like, totally terrible. and it felt like no time had passed oh whatsoever. wow oh my gosh but, that must have terrified your family yeah so I like was just more annoyed with it than anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went from, uh, you know, this chest pain yeah. to having mum and Kirsty like, hovering over me. Oh, my gosh. And, like, for the first... So, had like, they, like, called the ambulance or...? Not yet. Like, okay. apparently I was only out for a handful of Oh, seconds. I thought you were like, not yet. They were... <laughs> Waiting to see how this played out. Well, if he's, if he's dead, then, you know, let's not waste There's the There's no hurry. Yeah. <laughs> That's COVID. They're working hard. No, no. Like, I think I was... Oh, the opposite. Like, we could inherit Ben's fortune. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just delay it a few seconds. Like, if he's fine, it'll just look like we were letting him recover. They don't have the password to my Bitcoin account, so yeah. it's fruitless. <laughs> the uh, password is fruitless? Damn it. <laughs> 
So yeah, like the first like couple of seconds, I was just like, Jeez. why are they all over me? Like, just give me some space. Yeah. And then the next thing I'm like, oh wait, like, I guess I'm on the floor. What the fuck happened? Did you feel, obviously you're like, why is everyone all over me? But did you feel you were a little bit irritable when you first woke up? I was trying to like play it cool, I guess. <laughs> I, what you didn't? What your mum and sister? Literally, like the people that have known you the longest. No, because like you said, like it must have scared the shit out of them. They. Oh right. So you didn't want to be like, oh my god, like I, I saw, just saw God. The light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It turned. I'm out. still heading towards it as yeah. we speak. He said, "There's no afterlife." So, <laughs> so get ready for enjoy. That. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy. He this. said, "Make the most of what you got." And you're like, "Well, if there's nothing, send me back." Because yeah. I haven't had a lot. Right. I'm like, it's only been like a few 30 seconds. Years. There's like a five second rule, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've only been on the ground five seconds. Yeah. If someone picks me up, you can, you can, you just, go back. It's like I wasn't here, I promise. Yeah. Yeah, 30 years is a short run if there's no afterlife. So I can see your logic. Yeah, but like I said, the, because it felt like no time had passed at all, mm-hmm. like it wasn't really scary because like I missed all the scary shit. <laughs> but to my mum and my sister, they saw me clutch my chest and my eyes oh like roll back my in my gosh. head and then fall off my seat oh my as I like hit the ground with my face, which is why oh I got this gosh. bruise. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah, terrible. So that's why I was trying to play it cool because oh my gosh. to everyone else, I just like died in front of their eyes. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. And so when oh they were like... Goodness how are you feeling? I'm like cracking jokes and just trying to be like, yeah, let's, let's go back to dinner. And they're just kind of like sitting in stunned silence. It really killed it the mood. It was a tough crowd. Yeah. <laughs> tough crowd. Exactly. Were you like killer ribs, mum? Yeah, I should have. <laughs> I was obviously a little woozy. I, yeah. I didn't have time to make that one. No. Um, Jeez. No, I do I do remember like Kirsty had made a joke about like an octopus or something. <laughs> it's so good you passed out. That that's right. It, I can't catch a breath between this laughs. It's the funniest thing that I'll ever hear and I guess we've all peaked. Let's end it right now. <laughs> How would you feel if it was the last joke you ever heard? Well, like I obviously thought it was pretty good because I like made a call back to it. Or after fainting? Yeah. Uh-oh. Like like seconds after regaining consciousness, oh, well, kind okay. of like. <laughs> what did you say? I, I, I honestly can't remember oh. that much. I just know it was about an octopus, <laughs> and then I I got stunned silence. So obviously they weren't ready for <laughs> jokes right then. <laughs> Too soon, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, all right, oh, I'll uh, I just go back to dinner, and they're like rushing around trying to get me like a, a cold cloth and <laughs> wow. all this kind of stuff. But it was just so weird because obviously it was like to them this huge event, event. happened. But to me, I'm just like oh, I'm kind of annoyed because <laughs> now I've got a bump on my head. But that's really <laughs> the extent of it. And the minutes between me consuming ribs and having ribs is longer. Well, yeah, especially because I tried to have <laughs> some more uh, ribs. And Kirsty was like, no, don't. Like, I, th- I think she <laughs> felt like they were poison or that's what that like, caused... Really? Like, don't have more ribs. Yeah, like, obviously... Like, Someone's trying to take you out. You, you got lucky this time. Yeah, you survived your first rib. Don't yeah. try and push it now. But who knows what happens when you take another bite. Yeah. So, they they went to the cats, which was oh, annoying. Are yeah. Those are the cats. Do you think the cats did it? Probably. They, <laughs> like, if we poison one rib, we'll be getting the rest. Yeah, I was, like, petting one of the cats. Yeah. 
and cursed you. Did he oh. smirk at you? No, he's like, uh. I had like a full plate of food or whatever. Right. <laughs> so he's like glued to me. Yeah. Like anyone has anything edible around it and this cat is like, just like, What's that? yeah, doing like the puppy dog eyes All to right. you, kind of just like jumping up on your lap, trying to do anything possible to nest. Like, I'm your new best friend, like rubbing up against you, just being like, basically feed me. Yeah. And she opened a packet of wet cat food. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like a tear packet, but not even like, you know, if you open like a packet of tacos or something, there's like a strip that kind of yeah. makes a noise. This is just like a plastic thing that is like soundless. Oh, wow. Okay. Cat, like instantly went running. Like it Oh moved. my gosh. Like, I don't know if it could smell it or it could just hear. Like, like this some minute, kind of, unhearable yeah, noise to humans. Exactly. Yeah. It's outside our audible range, but it's the one thing that cats can hear. <laughs> <laughs> she it like picked up on that and just like went tearing into the kitchen. Yeah. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if they've plotted this master plan. Oh, to take, definitely. Take me out just so like they can we'll have Like we'll poison one rib and then... Uh... Yeah, but short-sighted for them because, you know, you might get a good feed in that moment, but I'm never going to have leftovers again if that's, <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> if you're dead. Yeah. It's a harder, harder line to walk. Well, no, I just feel it's a little dark that you're, you... They suspected that the ribs killed you, so they gave them to the cats. I mean, <laughs> out of the three of us, it's like, well, let's just, uh, we don't want to put these to waste, but I, I think they were also like, I know what these ribs do now. I'm not risking it. But we'll risk the cat's lives. They're hearty. They can live for anything. <laughs> They're hearty. These are like rescue cats, you know, they, uh, they can live on the street or whatever. They, they can eat some poison ribs and survive. They'll be fine. Because I'm feeling fine, I'm just doing my best to be as normal as I can in front of them, basically, so I don't have to go to the hospital. Yeah, of course. Because massive inconvenience, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. But they weren't having a bar of it, so basically we watched like half an hour of TV. Why did it take so long? What do you mean? To get you to the hospital. Well, because I... Like, it's definitely a long lead time. Like, you clutched your chest, yeah. like, choked on a rib, fell on the floor. I didn't choke on a rib. <laughs> I just passed <laughs> okay, out. Okay, Mama Cass, well, you whatever. Were, you were implying that yeah, I had, like, broke, a bone in my... You choked on a rib, Mama Cass. Like, if, if I had, uh, like, a physical thing in my windpipe, it would have made sense. Kirstie was... pulled a rib out of your throat with yeah. her bare hands mm-hmm. and fed it to the cats. Sure. And then you watched half an hour of TV. Yeah, because I went to them like, well, how about I just we wait an hour and see how it goes? Yeah. I mean, and I'm on the same page as you because I had a car accident and went home to bed. And it wasn't until six hours later that my boyfriend was like, I can't really wake you up. I should probably take you to the hospital. Yeah, but you also bounced your head off the windshield. Yeah, that's precisely why I wasn't thinking right. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was, I feel like I had all my faculties. Um, now we'll get, we'll get to a part of the story and maybe you can dispute that. Okay, but, good. I will. Um, okay, so half an moment, hour goes by. What did you watch? So we're watching The Act. It's like oh, the it's the most torturous miniseries of all time. Oh my God, this could have been the last show you ever watched. I know, what a disaster that would have been. <laughs> like, um, I'm surprised you didn't go, look, I want the rib. See if we can get from the producers the end of this season of Survivor. Because this could be the last <laughs> two yeah, things that I, I ever know. do. I got some unfinished business. Yeah, because I faint all the time. So I know what you mean, but it's not really as... Why like, are you well, fainting all the time? I have like a blood pressure problem. But this is like a diagnosed condition. No, it's just like, well, it's... <laughs> I don't know if you know a lot about medicine. 
I certainly don't. But seemingly the reaction is it happens once. That's a worry. It happens twice. Like, oh, that's a real worry. It's happened three times and it hasn't hurt you yet. So I guess just learn that's to just what happens it. now. Yeah. <laughs> like seemingly you shouldn't faint unless you do. And if you do and it's okay, then I guess it's fine. Seems to be the, the logic I've received when it comes to medicine. I, I, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously I don't love it. But I was sometimes I do, when I come to, I feel really irritable. And not necessarily just because of the process. I think it's just like part of the brain reset. Like for the first kind of minute or so, I just feel really irritated. Yeah. That's all. That's what I was asking. But are you like standing up while this is happening? Or is it only when you're like lying down? So, like- No, I hit the ground. Yeah, that sounds like it's a happened in a cafe. It's happened on the tram. It's happened uh, in the bathroom before, which is the worst. Yeah, damn. Well, anyway, this happened to me. It's happened at school in the dining room. So <laughs> okay, sounds like we're playing Cluedo. Yeah, now. we've got it was most Ben of- in the dining room with the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> we've got most of the house covered by mm-hmm. the sounds of it. So never fainted in the bedroom. You. Uh, I fainted, yes, sort of. Oh, like when I've I was, got the house covered. When I was like, what about the laundry? I've never fainted in the laundry. <laughs> no, neither. When I was like a kid, <laughs> I uh, I think I was like really jet lagged. Mm-hmm. And so I was like really tired and then I stood up and it was one of those things where you just stand up way too quickly. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, then I was like, got that dizzy mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. And then next thing I knew, I was like waking up in my sister's bedroom, but like halfway across oh, the bed, geez. like I'd like obviously stumbled and fell onto the bed and uh, no one like even really noticed until I kind of told mom and she was like, oh yeah, I thought I heard a thud. <laughs> like you didn't think that this warranted Why a- your child's thudding? <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't technically my bedroom, but I, I fell from my bedroom to her bedroom. So that's no mean feat. So you would have to do like a dead man stumble. It would be so like, like I stumbled from my bed a movie to yeah. the bedroom. Kirsty's like, get help. Yeah, basically. Like, really? Because I, I was dizzy, but I like walked to my door frame, <laughs> so I braced myself in the door frame. Yeah. And then I guess I like fell, mm-hmm. just left into her door. And then the, the geometry matches up. All right, I believe you. But yeah, so the act, it's like with Patricia Arquette and she's playing, like it's based on that true story of the mum who uh, had Munchausen's by proxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Has, like, with um, Gypsy. Yeah, yeah, like her daughter. Um, she's like pretending that she's got like some rare diseases. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, I've heard the podcast. Yeah, it's like really harrowing yeah it's quite dark yeah it's like eight episodes and Jeez. like we're on episode six and it uh, feels isn't like isn't it just watching child abuse then basically yeah. to the last episode basically like it feels like episode 60 that we've been yeah. watching this show for because each episode is like worse than the last <laughs> so yeah it's not the kind of thing that i really want it's my last show but yeah anyway so i was like saying all right let's just wait an hour and if i'm still okay then we don't need to go to the hospital and mum's like, all right, well, let's compromise. We'll give it half an hour. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, fine. So I put on the act. It's like a 45-minute show. So I figure it's a, I'll buy at least 45 minutes of time. Mm-hmm. Then half an hour into it, they pause it. And like the whole time I'm like talking to them, right. they're like answering questions. And I'm like, I'm trying to, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, this will prove that I've got all my faculties mm-hmm. You know, I'm like not giving nonsense answers and stuff like that. And Guess you were giving nonsense answers. No, I wasn't. Oh, I was okay. like, I was pretty coherent. 
but they pause it at half an hour and they're like, look, we're going to the hospital. It's non-negotiable. <laughs> I'm like, well, why did we wait? Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to take someone to the hospital, you don't wait a while to do that no, unless no. you're trying to kill them. No, which they clearly weren't. But I, like, if anything, I was trying to kill me. Oh, yeah. yeah. That too. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. Like, I don't know why you gave me the option if it was... Yeah, fake option. Maybe they thought you'd, what, you'd warm to the I'd idea? i come to my senses. Like, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll feel warmer about going to the hospital in half an hour yeah. of watching a harrowing tale of a woman abusing her daughter. Yeah, there's a lot of time spent in the hospital in that show. And none <laughs> of think it, that's what they were trying to... makes it look fun. Oh, really? I thought they were like, maybe that he'll warm to... The, like, we'll do some stimulus kind of uh, It'll just seep control. into my subconscious. Yeah. Like, you know what's a good idea right Let's now? Let's go to the, the hospital. hospital. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. I was, I yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. suddenly I feel like we should go. Look, sick people in the show are in hospital. I'm sick. Two and two together. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, they drive me to the hospital. But because of the whole like quarantine, it's basically on lockdown. Like mm-hmm. you're not allowed visitors, and uh, like I hadn't seen. Obviously, I hadn't seen what happened. I could only kind of <laughs> tell them secondhand. Yeah, like, that's this is, true. This is what what my happened mom, when you fainted. Yeah, like, they always ask how long were you out. I'm like, mm. I know. Like if I, I had, I could guess. Yeah, if they hadn't told me that it was seconds, like I would have had no idea that. Like, it didn't feel like any time. But no, exactly. If I hadn't have, like, fallen and hit my head, I might not have even known that I blacked out. Really? Okay, yeah. I Well, I, yeah, I don't know, actually, because I always wake up somewhere else. So, the most recent one was in a cafe. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like, why? This is a really weird dream. Why are all these people staring at me in my dream? And I was <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is not a dream. Yeah, right. Well, uh, yeah, like, if I was just on my own mm-hmm. and, and you just sitting out down... In chair. Yeah, like I wonder if TV that's what it's like to just die. I think it is. Wow. And that, that was kind of comforting because <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, like it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I died for like five seconds and then I came back and I guess it's just like turning off a TV. Well, it's like do TV re- doesn't know it's off. Do you remember what it was like before you were born? Not really, not oh, at yeah. all. In fact, <laughs> so it's just gonna be like that. But yeah, like my sister especially was like looking at me like this was the scariest shit she'd ever seen mm-hmm. in her entire life. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, fine. To like appease you guys, I'll, I'll go to the go. hospital. Yeah. But they had like... Sorry. I don't know why. Why what? And why I'm laughing. Because I'm a great storyteller. Uh, yeah. It, it seems to happen every time. Like <laughs> I remember telling Natasha about how I almost drowned oh, yeah. on our first date and uh, she was giggling all the way through it. I just, I just got away with these <laughs> you things. You do have a way with wet. So... Yeah, I rock up to the hospital and they've got like all these tents and stuff set mm-hmm. up for coronavirus screenings. And I was surprised. Like they asked me a whole bunch of questions. Like obviously if I answer yes to any of them, it's going to be, okay, now we're going to do a swab and check you for coronavirus. Right. Yeah. But I kind of thought that they would just do that for every single person no, coming in. No, you have in. to have a symptom, I think. Yeah. So I didn't, so I didn't get mm-hmm. the test, but they were like really. Like on it. Uh, yeah, well, basically just cautious about mm. who was allowed in and all this kind of stuff. And this is a hospital that I... That like, is our local hospital, mm-hmm. I guess, from my mum's place. But I hadn't been there ever. Mm-hmm. Or so I thought. But when they asked me about 
Like what's uh, your details? If I, yeah, like if yeah. I was in the system, I said no, but they actually found me. Mm. And I think it was from, because I asked my mum about this later. Like, did you get born there? <laughs> no, I was born oh. in the UK. So oh, of even course. Then. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think when I was like, I don't know, eight, nine years old. Like you broke your arm or something? Mm, I did fracture my wrist in high school, but oh, that's that right. was just like I went to the local GP. And oh, really? Like just okay. put a plaster on it or whatever. No, this was... Uh, uh, I had like an asthma attack. Oh, jeez. But you don't have asthma. Well, I used to as a kid. Oh, I kind of okay. just grew out of it and I had, you know, like medication and stuff and yeah, eventually I guess they did another test when I was older and they're like, "No, nah, you you're good." So, <laughs> I don't but, know where that went, but yeah. it's fine now. Okay. But as a kid I had like pretty bad asthma. And so I had a, a bad asthma attack and I went to a hospital, but I was in the waiting room so long that I think just the cold air from being outside and being in the waiting room like it helps. Okay. That's what they would always tell you. It's like just, uh, you know, if you can't breathe, go out into the mm. cold air. And so we just gave up and left. But they obviously had my details on file <laughs> from like the time that I almost went to the hospital 20 years ago. See, mine's the opposite. They're like, oh, you're back. Come on. Yeah, right through. Like We've got your inaugural card. bed yeah. <laughs> ready for you. Right. Here's, your, uh, here's your favorite blankie and toy. <laughs> yeah, so that was, I was like blown away by that, but I guess good record keeping there. Then I just was like mm-hmm. waiting and doing tests all night and stuff. And it was kind of just one of those things like I, I'm obviously not a regular, mm-hmm. but I think because of coronavirus, the place was like pretty quiet compared to the usual busyness. Sure. Um, yep. Both from like patients and doctors. Like there was Generally. Prob- yeah, probably like everyone was in the coronavirus wards and stuff like that as opposed to my section Mm. but yeah they just did like every test like you know blood tests x-rays and all this kind of bullshit but the annoying thing is is like how much waiting not knowing what was going to happen next because it would be like all right we'll We'll know like if your blood test is normal we'll do this and if not we'll race you into surgery or basically (laughs) it could be fine or like by morning you could have every limb in a cast yeah, like I knew it wouldn't have been a quick in and out. No. Like that's obviously never going to happen. But for instance, at like 2 a.m. It's happened for me once. Okay. But I went in, I when I tore my Achilles at your house, actually, when I went to this hospital, the same one, the cast broke down and they're like, come back if there's any problems. So I'm like, oh, my cast is broken. And they were like, no problems. And took me straight in and fixed it. And I was done within half an hour. I was like, oh, I guess you guys aren't busy. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's also like a very... Um, straightforward solution that is necessary whereas like with something like my situation it could be nothing like it could be that you had a stroke yeah so like even though I seemed fine you have to check everything yeah they were being like pretty cautious but yeah like the most annoying thing is like there's a enzyme in one of the blood tests that they're looking for Mm -hmm. that only shows up after six hours oh geez all right well you're here for at least six Six hours. hours and uh so like the, by 2 a.m. rolls around and they're like going to move me into like an actual hospital room. Like I was just like behind a curtain. Oh, essentially. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, just as they're about to like put me in the wheelchair, which is like everything's done in wheelchairs for some reason. It's like <laughs> I can walk perfectly fine, but I guess there's like some liability it is, issue. Basically, yeah. But it's like so like, you know, at first I'm like, I can just walk, you know. Hmm. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then by like. The third time, I'm just like, I guess I'm going in the wheelchair. Like, <laughs> that's just. Well, I guess it's like if you faint again and hit your head, it's on them because yeah. they knew that you're a fainter now. I know. It just seems so ridiculous, mm-hmm. like, especially since 
a lot of them are like young female nurses. Like, it's you like, know. it'll take four of us to push you, sir, but <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. Like, it's almost like it's a physical, like, human rickshaw again. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, they're almost moving me into this other hospital room. Mm-hmm. And then and the doctor busts in, like, don't waste it on him. Yeah, basically. Oh, really? Like, he's just fine. My nurse was like, oh, we'll get his results back in like 15 minutes. And if they're all good, we can discharge him from here. Oh, and I'm like, awesome. 15 minutes, okay, like hospital turns. That probably means like half an, an hour. An hour, yeah. But all right, like, whatever. I'll just wait. And then, of course, like an hour later, I still hadn't got the results. Oof. And by the time that I did, they're like, oh, yeah, you have to stay here, but there's no room for you anymore. <laughs> so I'm just like behind this fucking curtain all That night. happened to me once again They thought I had appendicitis And like obviously I don't know what's going on between the doctors But like relations had really broken down Because I didn't realise But I said a symptom to them That apparently like is a classic way To know that it's appendicitis versus anything else And the doctor Like the surgeon who came to see if I should go to the surgery ward Was like Did the emergency doctor tell you to say that? <laughs> What, like you wanted, like, or like he wanted to pass the... I guess he wanted to, I don't know why an emergency doctor would tell me, like when the other doctor comes, tell him this. I'm like, you guys obviously have something you need to work out. Yeah. <laughs> That's got a, nothing to do with me. It's a bit of a hospital drama going on. Yeah, seriously. He was like, did the doctor whatever tell you to say that? I was like, no. <laughs> was that happening? Yeah. <laughs> You've got bigger fish to fry than seeing me. I reckon. <laughs> um, but that time they were like, well, we're just going to wait and see because we don't want to operate for no reason. I was like, I fully support this uh, move. But they're like, we've got no room for you. So they just put me in the hallway. Yeah. So I didn't was, even have a curtain. This was, yeah, like I used to have a curtain. <laughs> but, you know, it's like they're, they're like, oh, you can get some rest now. I'm like, can I? <laughs> Like, there's like bright, bright fluorescent lights that are higher than the curtain goes. Yeah. So it's like, well, that's the curtain's definitely not blocking that out. Yeah. It's just and it's like heart monitors and like yeah, other like, people's things and yeah. alarms going off all the time. That's it. There's like beeping every two seconds. There's an old guy who was refusing to, uh, like, he basically just wanted to leave yeah. because he couldn't bring his yeah, electric blanket. He ah. wanted to bring his electric blanket into the hospital and they wouldn't let him. Right. And so that was like enough for like a several hour long <laughs> feud. Well, again, like last like time I was... Drunk oh, sorry. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll go I'm right... I'm fine. I'll drift right off to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. I'm so glad I know that I'll be uninterrupted yeah. now. Last time I was in hospital with a car accident, it was just so taxing that they were like, these are the red flags that you can't go home. And I was like, don't have any of those. I'm just fine. And then couldn't... Like, was so sick, I couldn't even watch traffic go by out the window. Basically, like, I just wanted to leave hospital that badly that yeah. I was like, it's like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they do ask me a lot of questions. And I guess it was just to t- check, especially because I hit my you head. Hit head, yeah. That uh, mentally I was all there. But I thought the interesting thing is they ask you a lot of the same questions. And so I really felt like once you've kind of got the basics down, like, cause you're telling this to every single mm. nurse and doctor that you're interacting with. Did which, they do the thing where they like touch each side of your face and say like, which one, like, where am I touching? Which one feels, no, they make they you like squeeze and push. Yeah. And, I did the squeeze and push. Yeah. I did a lot of like following my, uh, following oh, lights and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But no, I didn't do that. I guess it's to see if your consciousness changes. So if you can't answer the question, you're getting confused. And that's a bad sign. Yeah. Well, at one point she was like, what's today's date? Mm. And 
I was like, oh, the 13th of July. She's like, wrong. It's well, basically, midnight, she, you fool. <laughs> well, I did have to think about that one because yeah. we did go past midnight and I'm like, oh, better update the answer. But she, I'm like, yeah, 13th of July. And she kind of looks at me like, July? I'm like, uh, June? June? Is it June? It's June, right? Oh my God. No one knows it's coronavirus. Yeah. See, I know that. <laughs> well, like, I would have answered that wrong regardless. That was just me being an idiot. Not because I hit my head. Oh, no. Yeah. I said that as well when they asked me for the date when I had like the pretty bad concussion. I was like, look, honestly, I wouldn't know regardless. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm like, it's, yeah, exactly. Coronavirus. Who knows what day is it anyway? I was, well, no, mine wasn't even coronavirus. I'm just a dummy. I never know what the date is. I couldn't even tell you today. It's around mid-June. Sure. It's as close as I can get. 15th. Is that right? 16th. Uh, see? <laughs> that mid-June checks out. Yeah. That's as close as I can usually get. Unless it's my birthday or Christmas. Like, count me out. Yeah, exactly. But I, I seem to ace the test. But Nice. At, at like 4am, <laughs> they did roll me off into like an x-ray room. Okay. And this, this part was like... Cause you know, usually every other test that was being run, I'd have like three different doctors come and talk to me about it. No one ever said before or after why I was having an x-ray or like, oh. yeah. Was it over your chest? Yeah. Mm. But I mean, I wasn't going to like put up a fight or anything, but I thought oh, they might have finally found a room for me. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to for Yeah, we found room for you in the x-ray room. Well, like, if you don't mind just taking a nap on the x-ray slab. <laughs> they basically did. Like, Ow. I don't know, again, because maybe it's just more quiet than usual with corona. Mm. But they just wheel me into, like, this room. And it's full of expensive medical-looking mm-hmm. shit. And then just left me there. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was the only one there. It's, like, 4 a.m., I'm in a wheelchair, but I'm, like, perfectly <laughs> able-bodied. I could have just wreaked havoc. Like, there's no security cameras. Like, I was I was amazed how much trust they put in me. Because, like I said, there's, like, some maniacs in there. Yeah. Like, what if the drunk guy... Like, are they going to supervise the drunk guy? Like, did they... Probably the, I think that's probably exactly what's happened. They're like, we've got bigger fish to fry than this guy. It'll probably be fine. But, like, you know, I've interacted with these people for, like, 30 seconds each. Like, that's a lot of faith to be like, this guy isn't just going to... Well, maybe they just looked at you and they're like, he's really weak. He can't walk around without a wheelchair. Yeah, well, they, they were clearly... He's definitely not stealing anything. Look at him. Like, I could have, like, three MRI machines in my backpack by the time they came back. I was, like, alone. No, I'm just this. saying they've looked at you and they're like, oh, no, he's he's barely able to walk. He's not lifting anything. Look at him. This is weakling. Uh, yeah, like, they... I was just blown away, like... It was at least like 45 minutes that I was just alone in this x-ray room and occasionally someone would walk past and be like, oh, you're still here. Yeah. Were you ever like, hello? <laughs> kind <laughs> Please of. Please take me back. Like at least like the, the x-ray technician after he did the scan, like every 10 minutes he would show up and be like, oh, fuck, like they haven't taken you yet. <laughs> and he's like, they're coming, they're coming. And then he'd just like disappear into an office or something. <laughs> like I had ample time to just have free roam of the hospital. It's 4 a.m. No one was giving a shit. <laughs> but like when I came back, the nurse was like, oh, you were gone a while. I'm like, yeah. Not my fault. No you told me not to walk. <laughs> well, also like they take you through so many corridors. Yeah, like, like, I have way. no idea yeah. which way I'm going. Like if I'm following someone, fine. But Did they uh, wheel you on the bed? No, that's the other thing. That is weird. You didn't get the royal treatment then. Because with the concussion, I wasn't allowed up out of the bed. Well, they wheeled me like to the room. So like finally, mm. like 10 a.m. the next morning, they found a room for Jeez. me. Jeez. And so they wheeled me to the room. But 
like the wheelchair is kind of about it's the same. finally broken down yeah <laughs> to the weight of carrying you around it's like the same width as the door frame basically okay like so it's they could badly designed well they could have like squeezed me in but they knew like hey this guy can walk just let's can just you leave him yeah, yeah. So we don't have to try and like you know angle it in but i'm like you just like if, if we're stopping here why are we putting up the pretense <laughs> at all <laughs> and then of course i'm in there for like half an hour waiting for like another test and then the doctor shows up and he's like oh yeah we're not doing that test you can go home nice and so i'm like yeah so i finally like had did the- they explain why you fainted they had a theory like the best oh, theory that okay. i heard run us through the uh, options was, was kind of what i thought in the first place is that apparently if you've got an empty stomach or at least like a you know, mostly empty stomach, mm. and then you kind of gorge yourself and fill it up. Oh, yeah, it, like, plays havoc with your blood pressure and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so they thought that that may be... So they were literally, like, this dummy over eight. Basically. <laughs> that was good like, we've, uh, we've got a theory for you. <laughs> you saved yourself too long for those ribs, and then you overate. But, like, <laughs> that should be a compliment. Imagine overeating to the chef. Yeah, for mum's cooking. It's Imagine like, overeating so much that you end up in hospital. But it wasn't like the quantity. It was just, I guess, the amount I was shoveling into my mouth at one time. Like you're just hoovering it up so intensely. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. Like that should be... That Are you should... not embarrassed? Like, I'm sorry for wasting your time, good sirs. Well, I didn't want to be there in the first place. I was just No, I know. To... But it's also like, sorry, I'm here for just eating quickly. My bad. Nah, they were, everyone was like so nice and they were also like overly cautious, I mm. thought, like... Um, like I know like my mom and my auntie and stuff were like talking to me afterwards and they they were making it sound like I should have been left in there for days so they could run every single test in the universe you have a very different it must be nice being a white man why? Oh, when I go, and I'm a white woman, so I can't imagine what it would be like for other people. But when I go, I'm like in agony and they're like, oh, she's probably fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it might have just been coronavirus. They've got yeah, time they're to like kill nothing to do. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, this. Uh, run a few more tests. Let's see. Let's hopefully this turns into something. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you saying this guy just overate? Damn it. <laughs> we were hoping that was like a five day case. Yeah. But I thought it we was. We were going to doctor house him. Exactly. Because, like, the only. Like, they were thinking, oh, it could be like blood clots or whatever. But. That was the best conclusion that they came to, mm. which was the conclusion that I immediately came to is, in the moment. I'm I like, ate too fast. Basically. <laughs> yeah, my friend went to hospital with like stomach pain and they were like, oh, it's probably just like, you know, your period pain or like your stomach's being funny. Yeah. And apparently when they finally like did all the tests and she's in excruciating pain the whole time and they're like, oh, you just need Panadol, like it's nothing serious. And she's like please let my life end <laughs> from this like hysterical pain. Her ovary had like twisted and cut off its own blood supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did they finally discover that? Uh, I think they, uh, I don't know, um, ultrasound maybe. I'm not sure how you diagnose that. But she had to just keep insisting that she was in enough pain that they pay attention. Well, yeah, not even that. They were like, oh, I guess like, uh, well, you're here now. We'll run them as a caution. And yeah. then finally they were like, oh my God, that must be excruciating well that's the thing like i hear so many horror stories of hospitals Mm -hmm. that everything is just overly expensive and they don't give a shit about you (laughs) and like i don't know how much i'll have to pay for this probably a lot but really no it'll be free well fingers crossed (laughs) i i like wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if next week like a ten thousand dollar bill came in the mail right but i um they certainly like you know weren't just ignoring me 
But there were just little things like after the doctor dismissed me in the morning, mm-hmm. the nurse came in about like 45 minutes later and she's like, oh, I totally forgot about you. <laughs> like, cool. I Thanks. delete you from my mind yeah. once you're done. Basically, yeah, we ticked you uh, off the system. So uh, You were barely human yeah. to me to begin with and you're definitely not one now. I thought you would have just like wandered off on your own by now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, eventful weekend. Yeah, geez, I'm glad you're okay. That's yeah, a cool one. I didn't get like any sleep really. Jeez. And it's like you wake up to the nurses discussing the mucus plug. Like this, <laughs> like this is the quote that I like essentially was like, like I say wake up to, mm. but like this was what was keeping me from sleeping mm. essentially is there's, I guess I'm saying like late teens, early twenties nurses just mm. like having a conversation right outside my curtain. Going like, yeah, I only just found out about the mucus plug that bursts when you give birth. And I'm a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the mucus yeah. plug. So, yeah, wow. Fun times in the hospital. <laughs> and you say I should have got a good sleep, huh? All these uh, bright lights flashing, uh, you know, beeps and uh, talk of mucus plug. I, I don't know what's keeping me I feel like at the best of times I'd be like, tell me more about the mucus plug. <laughs> Yeah, she's just like Let me in on this my one. head out behind Excuse the curtain. Excuse me, ladies. I got some questions. <laughs> but I don't know why it's your favorite place. I'm not intending to go back anytime soon. No, I never intend to go. <laughs> <laughs> Given that this birthday was hard fought to get to, it sounds like you've got something that you want people to be extra mindful of this year. That's right. I almost died, so listen up, everyone. <laughs> uh, changing tracks a little bit. Every year you all know that I uh, celebrate for at least the last four years, activate your read receipts day. <laughs> uh, a day which I plead with you, the audience, to enable your read receipts on your phone for the benefit of people like Vicky and myself. Nay, humanity. Well, exactly. And uh, basically, yeah, if you're not familiar with read receipts, they're the little thing that pops up under mostly iMessages, but like WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger and stuff. Most modern message services mm. will have it. It tells you if the person has read your text or not. And so, uh, four years in, I'm surprised, but it seems like the movement still hasn't taken off. Yeah. Yeah. So, once again, I come to you for your support. Four years and a hundred episodes ago, I brought forth on this podcast a new day. A day conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all messages, and specifically their read status, are created equal. While it has gone largely unreported, we are a nation divided, my friends. On one side, we have those like Vicky and I, who believe that every text should be free. Free to not only be read by their recipients, but to broadcast their read status back to the sender. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, we have seemingly the other 90% of the world's population. Those who stifle their texts full potential by refusing to activate their read receipts. If anything, they make their texts lie. And selfishly keep their read status to themselves. Mm, Madness. Only letting their sender know that they have read their message by way of a text response at the time that they deem fit. Or, even worse, not at all. Thus leaving the sender in text limbo, unsure of whether the message they lovingly crafted was even read or whether it ended up in the void of wrong numbers and corrupted texts. Whether you've activated your own read receipts or not, you've undoubtedly benefited from those who have done so. When you're on the other end of the read receipt, it's great, right? Okay, in effort of fairness, 
are now paused for objections and rebuttals. See? I've got none. No objections. No. We're all in agreement. We all want to know if the person we've texted has read our message. Agreed. However, we must remember that we wouldn't be reaping those benefits if it weren't for the brave men and women living and dead who struggle in the great read receipts battlefields every day. Oh, sometimes I have to tell people that I've done it on purpose. People are like, whoa, whoa, did you know you've got your read receipts on? I know, it's madness. I'm like, I know, I do. Those who activate not for their benefit, but for the benefit of their fellow man. Without new additions to our side, we will be fighting a losing war. And then what will happen? We'll all be in the dark. No one will know if anyone has read their text and it will be like we're back in 2003 or some shit. And not the fun 2003 where we're all enjoying timeless classics like Finding Nemo and Final Destination 2. I want to say the OC. No, I'm talking about the bad parts. <laughs> I think you meant no, not the OC. Like the Iraq War and the Columbia Space Shuttle disaster. Remember those? Oh, and all the crazy shit from 2020. Life That's has not going anywhere either. So much worse since then that no, they don't sit with me. <laughs> so it'll be like that, but with less read receipts, okay? Happy didn't think so. Basically, if that's too convoluted for you, in short, activating read receipts, good. Not activating read receipts, Columbia Space Shuttle disaster. So, on July <laughs> Again, 8th, not a timely reference. 2003, I'm <laughs> telling you. That was the days before we had read receipts. I know, I'm just saying, the reference is not necessarily topical. Obviously, it wasn't intended to be. <laughs> Sorry. I was wondering if this was uh, because of your fainting episode. So, on July 8th, be on the right side of history. Do your part and activate. Thank you. We'll insert a applause. round of applause. Oh, you don't need to insert it. People are doing it in their homes. That's true. So, uh, Noble. I agree. I mean, you're welcome to do it before July 8th, but... Feel I free do to... it all the time. No, I know no, you. Oh, one uh, May. Exactly. Mm. I'm talking to the listeners here. Spread the word. So on July 8th, presumably, the word will have got out and everyone will have activated it. Because it is extremely annoying to not know, like... Have they read it and been like, well, fuck that guy? Or are they just busy and not even looking at their phone? Yeah, or they don't think it like needs a response. Like if you're saying... Like, hey, see you at seven. Yeah. You're like, do they know that I said see you at seven? Or Exactly. Like that. No, I agree. It's like if you text someone like see you at seven, like I'm not necessarily going to text back okay. But now the other person is like... But if you have, have they off, even seen that? You have to That's what I'm saying. Back. Well, no, people don't, and then they're like, "I had no idea if you hey, were coming or not." I'm, I'm, I know. I'm with you. It's but now the downside is that coupled with bad SMS etiquette, it's a, oh, it's a, a landfield. But the problem now is that a minefield, <laughs> a, a minefield of most, landmines. <laughs> most maybe I did get my head land. a bit. A bit I think you think of oceans are <laughs> the other, not landfields. Uh, ocean landmines. What? Just mines. <laughs> you really did hit your head. <laughs> That makes two of us. This what? is the podcast where we've both got m- major head trauma. <laughs> well, I think I really do. I remember. Yeah. Did we talk about that on the podcast at the time? Many times. Because I don't really remember being here that well. Well, you can go back and it'll be like a new episode for yeah, you. Yeah, it will be. No, as in when I came over that first time to pick something up. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, what was it like? You were, you were a bit dazed, but that was obviously like... <laughs> A week after yeah, the accident. That's right. Well. Yeah, that's right. That's what's crazy. And I think about we it. recorded our first um, post-accident podcast like another week after that. And I was still like pretty out of it. You were okay, but yeah, if you go back to the episode, I think there was like one or two things that it's like. That's so crazy. Well, it's hard to say, you know. Like last episode, we were talking yeah. about 
right said Fred. <laughs> I didn't know the two halves of the same song. Yeah. Well, lucky that's not part of the question. Well, this is like, the thing. What? It's like, what are we chalking up to head trauma and what are we talking up to Vicky? Like, just, you're a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good one if... Um, you're in the hospital and they're like, sing the rest of I'm Too Sexy. <laughs> like, what, what second half? Yeah, that's the only lyrics, right? Oh my God, get her into surgery. Yeah, she clearly has <laughs> never heard that I do my little turn on the catwalk bit before. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's not... <laughs> that's their other hit. And they're like, oh my God, it's worse than we thought. <laughs> she thought that right said Ed Fred had more than one hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that... <laughs> what, they reached out? Well, when I, um, when I was like getting the song for the podcast like mm-hmm. I just put a couple of seconds of I'm too sexy at the end of the episode mm-hmm. I uh, noticed on Spotify their second highest uh, played song yeah and like I'm too sexy had like 40 million right. plays and they had one which was like 9 million plays or something I'm what's like, that all right let's like give this a whirl because I thought of them as a one-hit wonder mm-hmm. But maybe they did have something else. Right. You're like, oh my gosh, this is like the next stairway to heaven. How did I never discover this? You, you never know. And uh, like I was getting into I'm Too Sexy. Like, <laughs> That's good. I was like, you know what? This is a bop. It's definitely a bop. Yeah, I'm with you. And so I listened to their other song. Mm. Oh my God, Garbage. Oh, like, really? <laughs> even their second biggest song is unlistenable. trash. Yeah. What is it about? I don't know. Not about being too sexy then. No. I thought it was a whole They just really got genre. lucky with that one. That one. Right. No, they should have tried to recapture That's what magic. I was thinking because I was thinking maybe it's like the beards whose songs are all about beards. Yeah, no, they're not like a gimmick band. I think they tried to be <laughs> a legit band. But like, I guess it was like the 90s where they were like, they couldn't really afford a proper instrumentation, but it didn't right. have that same like cool synth of the 80s. Yeah. So it's just like this middle ground that <laughs> sounds like bad R&B. On, oh like, my gosh, yeah, that I is the 90s. Yeah. like, But it's like, you never complain about a song these days, but the instrumentation, like I can understand it's a, in a genre you don't like. Like mm. if it's like EDM and it's like, dun, 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 like that kind of shit I can see is not for everyone. No. But you're not going to be like, that was a bad sample that they took. <laughs> they, these guys took a bad sample. I don't know how it was possible. That's so funny. Yeah. So. Uh, Does that mean that Right Said Fred could have been the last band that you ever listened to? No. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought it might have been like that afternoon or something. No, no, no. It was like, I don't know, a week and a half ago now. What was the last thing you said before you keeled over? Like, what could have been your last words? My last words. <sighs> I don't know. I, was, I, was, I think I was just being asked about the meal or something like that. <laughs> so it wasn't particularly profound. No, I don't think so. Unless my sister might remember after I I want to know what were your possible last words. Oh, uh, yeah. It was probably just like, pass me some more ribs. <laughs> <laughs> and therein lies yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah, Maybe lived how we died. A few less times. Because yeah. someone asked me that about their accident and I don't remember because I was driving alone at the time. Yeah. So it would have been either like, shit. Yeah. No, I, I remember like I was being asked a question. But, but you I, couldn't I, answer it. I couldn't it, answer it because yeah. I was like feeling this chest pain. Well, I was at a birthday party for my friend's kid like before the accident was the last time I was around people to say something to them. Yeah. Um, so, but I can't really remember the party. So I'm like, geez, like my last words were like lost to the mist of time if I hadn't survived. I feel like very few people have good last words. Yeah, mine anyway. would have just been like, all right, see ya. Yeah, that's probably most people's last <laughs> words is like, catch. <laughs> 
I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Do you want to say knife throwers? Do you want to say something? Yeah. <laughs> People in an axe throwing uh, accident. Do you want to say something profound in case they're your last words? I think that's good. Particularly people in an axe throwing accident can be my final words. Yeah, I want my last words. I guess be. my last words will be away sea boat. Exactly. Then. That's fine. Thanks everyone for listening. You can email me ben at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us also. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash insane ramblings. Jump on our uh, iTunes where you can rate, review and subscribe so every new episode is automatically downloaded. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're on Spotify as well. Away, yep. <laughs> uh Be kind to each other, world. <laughs> it's very Bill and Ted. <laughs> is it? Be excellent, be excellent to, to each other. other. That's a good way. That's good final words. Wild stallions. <laughs> <laughs> That's your final words now, Ben. A very what? Sleep deprived. We haven't done that before, have we? I don't think so. All right, because I'm not going to check. I mean, I feel fine. <laughs> uh, actually, I haven't been sleeping well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I didn't realize until then, actually. It's in ramblings.